Y for Turbo. Welcome back to the Y for Turbo podcast here. Today we're going to be talking about the NHL entry draft happened last month in Chicago, Illinois. 2017 NHL draft. Pretty good year for rookies. Uh, I would say more of a, rather than in a franchise year, I would say an elite year. If we're talking in NHL, EA Sports NHL terms. But today is the second podcast. That means only one thing. We will be talking about the second overall pick in the draft from the Philadelphia Flyers, Nolan Patrick, a current flyer. Be talking about a few different things in his repertoire skill-wise and why he fell to second when for over a season, uh, multiple years, he had been seen as the 2017 first overall pick from the Brandon Wheat Kings. Uh, he's a big guy, 6'2", 200 pounds, good two-way center, uh, also plays the right wing in certain situations. Definitely on the Wheat Kings had both PK and power play opportunities abound on that team. Uh, had really great success over there, uh, getting in the dirty areas and things of that nature. So today on this podcast, I want to explore why he fell to number two and why the Flyers will benefit from having this player over maybe some others that were available in that uh, slot second overall there which there were a lot there were a lot of really great first round talent um her share going to new jersey obviously and uh we talked about that in the previous episode so if you have not listened to that go check that out on either youtube soundcloud uh itunes and we can uh we can come back to this one but that one we talked mostly about the reason why the Devils picked Hershier over Patrick. And this episode will be very similar with more of a spotlight on Patrick instead. Now, the Flyers are an organization that's kind of in the tweener stage. They've shipped off a lot of different players. Uh, they just lost Shen. They don't really have like an identity at this point, I'd say. Um, but this pick is a step in the right direction. And honestly, I feel like with a few free agent pickups and maybe a draft or two, uh, three years, maybe less because you want to win with Giroux now, um, I'd say they have a good another playoff run in them. I remember a few years ago, uh, they were my favorites to win the cup um, a few years ago when they came in. And that year it ended up being the let's see here I think that was the year the LA Kings one I think that was around 2012 they had a very strong team going in in 2012 um obviously there was the first year with Giroux as captain uh, a little shaky he got off to a rough start not getting a lot of points um early on in the season but he did rebound from that still a great player obviously he had a lot to live up to uh through coaching changes and things like that with on the leadership side, you know, that's to be expected. So they're a team that's hopefully found an identity. Um, I've always been somewhat of a fan um, just because of the kind of style of play they've always had. You know, they're always going back to the 
the Broadway bully style, and it's uh, you know it's it's that type of play with more of a I'd say a defensive technique added in at this point. There's players like Simmons, uh, who's just a great gritty player. I remember going to a Flyers Wings game at the Joe, and just absolutely hating Simmons' guts. Uh, he was in a fight with, I think, Brennan Smith that night. It was just anarchy. Uh, he was all over the ice, tons of big hits. I think he even had like a hip check uh, at mid-ice, and it was just absolutely insane. The guy is crazy quick, uh, but everybody's getting older, you know, and you could say, yeah, a lot of these players are still in their prime, but this is a team that either trades everything and rebuilds or wins now, and I think with the addition of Nolan Patrick, they win now. Um, one of the things I was checking out here on uh, some of the online uh, posts that have been happening about, you know, where do teams find themselves with current prospects, things like that. I read them all the time just to kind of get an idea around the league of what hockey writers are, are thinking about. And I, I was reading the hockey writers, which is funny, um, and they were projecting Nolan Patrick starting on a line with Wayne Simmons. Now, I'm, I don't really know about this one. Um, I would think maybe they'd put him more along the lines of a, I don't know, maybe the third liner or something like that because he is, uh, you know, they have a lot of two-way guys at center. Um, if you're looking at projections for the 2017-18 season, obviously down the middle, Giroux, line one with Voracek. Uh, they are saying Konechny on that first line with them. Seems like a good line. Um, if there's chemistry there already, you know, why not just keep it? It's it's meant meant to be that way. Uh, second line, they're saying Lindblom uh, with Patrick and Simmons. Um, I can okay. I can see you know if they're looking to they already see that Nolan Patrick is a good two way guy. Had great defensive numbers at the center position. Um, you know why wouldn't you want a first year in the NHL to kind of be playing against? you know, something like a third line or, or some, something like that. Um, I just see the matchups being maybe skewed, especially if he has a lot more ice time, uh, which could be great because maybe they're trying to grow him very quickly. Uh, the one thing I really don't want to see is a young kid get his confidence just broken down from playing against the best talent in the league because um, there's a lot of great talented teams that are going to, you know, he's not just playing against the opposing second line or the opposing first line. With the amount of minutes he'll be getting on a second line, if they run a traditional style of of minutes to line ratio, uh, you know, you don't want to not have Simmons out there. And this line's going to be playing a decent amount. So this is just one projected line lineup. I'm not putting all my eggs in the basket of believing this or even keeping it as an option but just to see that this is the feeling around the league is very in interesting honestly um I think him in the top six is a actually probably a good idea now that I think about it if you can get him someone you know I'm just looking at Simmons just because I I've seen Simmons play a lot more uh than a lot of the other players on the team you know obviously like the big three in in uh 
on the Flyers in Philadelphia uh, is Giroux, Voracek, Simmons is going to be mentioned in that as well. Now they do have uh, Couturier and Philpula now. Now they're putting Philpula on the fourth line in this projection with Raffle and Latera. Um, I guess I see that. Um, maybe like some kind of slightly, I don't know, there's slightly two-way grittiness maybe with Raffle. A um, little bit of speed, but not really. I mean, you know, it's. I guess it's it's maybe the spare parts line. Uh, they do have Matt Reed scratched in this current lineup. Now, like I said, this is just a lineup that they've projected. Like one, you know, one game or, you know, this could this could change after a period or even a shift. You know, who knows? Um, and it looks like they've got pretty good center depth. Um, you know, pending injuries, it's, it's nice to have that because, you know, you want the first guy to touch the puck to be someone who's skilled enough on any line. And especially if they can win face-offs it's it's going to be a good it's going to be a good uh game it's going to be a good shift and uh if if nolan patrick can kind of just be at the same or similar level of two-way play maybe even just defensive zone play as someone like a Giroux at some point in his career maybe not this first season but i'm thinking they maybe got a very similar player because Giroux is one of the best two-way forwards in the game and uh that's a pivotal piece to have and I know in recent years he hasn't been as on fire as he he used to be but I think he's matured in his game and having that on the first line as an anchor is invaluable and obviously Voracek is a great shooter um Konechny's you know great so it's it's going to be one of those one of those teams that is pro I don't see them making the playoffs with this current lineup now, this is pending any trades or anything like that, but I don't see them making any moves uh, too dramatically. Now, I could talk about a little more about their, uh, you know, their defensive core. They do have, um, they do have some decent players. Um, I know Ghost resigns and didn't have the best follow-up year to his just on-fire first year, um, but that's okay. Um, Gostaspare is a, uh, a great, you know, puck moving defenseman and him being in the top six, uh, it's always going to help out. And especially if he can kind of recapture that, that magic that happened in the, uh, the first season where, you know, he was getting the, I remember in NHL, uh, 16, he was getting those fire cards all the time and he was always hot. He was always doing something. So if that can kind of be something that's paired up eventually, with the Patrick line or, or even the, uh, the Giroux line, if that can happen again, you know, you, you could see this being a defensive minded team that can get goals from anywhere. Cause Giroux can get a goal. Voracek can get goals. You know, pretty much anyone on this team can score some scrappy grinder goals. And then you've got their back line, their, their defensemen that, that really can shine through on that. Uh, I, I always liked watching Gudas, um, Really cool physical defenseman. Um, this guy's not going to be uh, potting in shots, putting putting any in the net really, but it's really nice when you've got a big physical defenseman back there. And, uh, you know, who knows? Um, McDonald, you know, uh, old vet on the team, uh, Provorov. You, you know, you've got, you got, I feel like you've got a lot of top four guys maybe, uh, or maybe just a lot of top six guys. Um, 
some younger guys, things like that. But it's it's definitely not something that's finished. This is not a finished build. Um, they've got their superstars, but it's it's the supporting cast that needs a little bit of work. And Nolan Patrick brings that. So back to Patrick, um, you know, I, in the last episode, I didn't really talk too much about the Devils, so I wanted to I wanted to talk about the Flyers a little bit before I got more into the player himself, um, because I believe talking about the you know his home, his new line, or anything like that is is fun and it's important. It's important to kind of see what's going to be happening now. These aren't any speculations on if they're going to throw him on the PK or anything like that. They've got a lot of great two way centers already um I don't see him maybe killing penalties unless something dramatic happens uh because pretty much every center on that team would be able to be on the PK um not to say he won't be uh they will probably stick him on a few but I don't see him being the number one dude they go to at all times obviously you know no rookie's gonna be the number one guy just yet unless you're McDavid um (laughs) I really can't think of anyone else even I mean and that's because of the team McDavid was on, but even Crosby wasn't the number one guy his rookie season. You know, you still have Lemieux. Um, it's it's one of those things that, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things. I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna necessarily get into too much, you know, argument on who's who's good, who's not, that kind of thing. I'm just saying they're not gonna lean fully on Patrick, and that's good. They they shouldn't. Because like I said earlier, it's it's all about confidence going into the first year. He's dominated um, his uh, on the Wheat Kings uh, WHL. It's it's one of those things that I'm sure he's a humble guy and he's not automatically just thinking he's going to tear up the NHL. We're too far along in time, I think, that no one thinks that they can just with the analysis these days. No one thinks they can just hang with an NHL player. You know, even the quote-unquote worst NHL players are still playing in the National Hockey League. Um, you know, teams you think are laughing stocks before the inter- the interviews, before the games with the teams playing these quote-unquote again laughing stock teams will say, "Look, we want to get a win out of this. We just got to focus. This team and this building is tough to play in." You know, it's kind of a canned response, but it's it's one of those things that there's always going to be teams that. On paper, yeah, they're not doing well stat-wise, but it's still the NHL. It's still difficult to play in, and it's frustrating. Um, very frustrating to play in. I can just imagine being a rookie and tearing up tearing up your, your previous league. Um, it's like men with boys. You know, you're, you're the man, and you're playing with kids. And then you go to something more along the lines of, men with men or you're the boy and you're playing with men i i can't imagine i can't imagine the frustration that could entail if not handled properly by coaching staff and management so that kind of leads me to my next point why patrick kind of fell he's a great fit for the flyers and honestly he was a pretty good fit for the devils um i think they did make the right choice inevitably both you know both teams um for the style of play they're going for um but I think at the end of the day injuries played a big role in this and the breakout year of Hershey really played a big role in it uh world junior play things of that nature um so the good news uh starting off just right away Patrick is 
back on the ice for the Flyers um, after sports hernia surgery. Now, this was kind of what I was going to mention when I wrote the, you know, the talking points for this podcast. This was before, uh, this was as of actually earlier this morning. He was back out on the ice in the Flyers, uh, in the Flyers facility. So that's great to hear. That's a, that's a good thing. You know, no matter if you go for somebody's team or not, you know, it's good to see a young guy getting past the injury bug um, and being able to get back there out on the ice. And hopefully we'll see him next season because it, it's so fun, especially the first couple months. You see these crazy plays. The NHL hasn't totally figured out some of these, you know, young guns. And it's cool to see him tear up the league for a little bit. And hopefully Patrick will be that way. I, I'm really just hoping for a defensive-minded superstar. I want this guy to be another Giroux. It, that's the kind of play I love. I love to watch disciplined defensive hockey, just old classic hockey. And it's just fun to see. When, when you see just a perfect, perfect takeaway or steal or good, you know, good back in their own zone, protecting the zone, cutting off passes, making the outlet pass, changing, getting an, an offensive unit out there that can just go in, forecheck, hopefully get a goal. It's it's really fun to see. And that's why I'm really excited for someone like Nolan Patrick on a team like the Flyers that is very defensively minded, especially on the forward side. You know, they've got some good skilled wingers, but there's a lot of grit and defense on that team, which is going to be a lot of fun to watch. And that's the kind of hockey I really like. You know, I don't really subscribe a lot to any rivalry between the Flyers or anyone else. I don't go for a team that's like a big rival of the Flyers. Um, you know, so for me, it's like, cool, whatever. <laughs> um, not really unbiased because I do openly say the Wings are my team. You know, they always have been. And that's mostly due to location and geography. But at the end of the day, that's it. But, you know, I can't say I dislike the Flyers. I can't say I dislike anybody on the team. I really enjoy watching Giroux play. I really enjoy watching a lot of Patrick's highlights. Um, so that was one of the things I was going to say when I wrote the bullet points on this uh, before we found out he was good after surgery skating again. The NHL has great level trainers, great level medical staff. Um, and it, it's one of those things that's always going to benefit rookies coming in. Not to say the WHL doesn't, but you know, you're getting the best doctors and sports trainers and surgeons in the world at this point. And it's really great to see that a kid like this can, you know, on a team's dime, not have to worry about it and get past this injury that has plagued him, you know, through the last few years. I know back in 2015, I believe, uh, late 2015, early 2016, I think he had uh, another sports hernia kind of injury. So, Hopefully, you know, this This is something that was, you know, a blemish on his record. A uh, The injury bug is always something you want to watch out for, especially at a young age, because once a player grows, you know, that, that bug grows. So it's good to see that the medical staff in Philly um, or whoever, you know, helped him out. Thank you for helping him out, getting him back on the ice for the fans. And, you know, even if you're on a rival team's you know side it's it's good to always have the best players out there playing against each other igniting the rivalry and keeping it you know just 100 pure it's it's one of those things that if you're not if if one team wins because the other team is plagued by injuries it's, it's never you know a fully you're, you're never fully just confident that your team won that because of skill you know obviously it's it's not 
it's not something we ever want to see somebody be injured constantly and, and that kind of thing. But back to his more skill side. Now, this guy, uh, he's Canadian. He plays the Canadian brand of hockey, a little bit gritty, um, gets in the dirty areas, in the corners. Um, he is a center. So he has that defensive side to him, which is great to see. I love defensive centers, like I've been saying. Uh, 36 games that he played for the Wheat Kings last season, got 46 points. So, you know, plus 10 on, on point a game. That's great to see. Um, you know, men playing with boys, that kind of thing. Uh, and really, none of the analysts, none of the NHL teams, other than the injury bug, are seeing any holes in his game, you know, other than the injuries. Uh He's a really great leader, you know, captain of his team uh, in the WHL. Like I said, gritty, super capable with the puck, um, keeps track of it, takes care of his home back in his defensive zone. Um, And that's really all you can ask for, Uh, especially a team like the Flyers who kind of has that get the puck possession first mentality and get in the zone, make a few passes, get some gritty goals, some rebounds. It's great hockey to see. That's that's the kind of hockey I like seeing because it moves quick. You know, they sure they initially slow down the game. You know, stopping in their defensive zone, stopping the puck carrier, getting the in the corners. But then once they get in the offensive zone, it's passes, 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 movement, shot on low shot on net, maybe a rebound, maybe a high shot on net behind. Uh, there's some kind of play behind the boards. A lot of times when I was watching some flyer highlights for this podcast in particular, just to kind of refresh my memory, I was seeing those kind of things. Now, you're seeing a lot of goals from the first two lines. You're seeing some Simmons and Voracek, you know, beauties, because uh, they can all shoot the puck. But you're also getting the goals that are scrappy third and fourth line goals. Um, you know, even Giroux getting a lot of these scrappy goals that are coming off board play on a forecheck. Uh, forecheck is very important to them. And I feel like getting Nolan Patrick in that lineup to play with the really fast line, uh, you know, maybe the second line with Simmons or, you know, whoever's playing with him, I think it'll be a nice one. I think, you know, they will pop him out on the power play. Uh, Maybe not the penalty kill. I can see him going out maybe in some situations just to see what he does. I can see him on the power play, though, just with how his shot has been. And his his ice vision, which is really good. Like I said, he's a good leader, especially out on the ice. Um, I forget which highlight I was watching, but it was with obviously the Wheat Kings, and the the play was totally orchestrated by him. Came into the zone, passes to his defenseman. There's a shot on net. He's already out front of the play, gets a juicy rebound, and it goes in. This starts from him recognizing that I'm going to go hard to net. They're going to get up. You know, people know Nolan Patrick. They're going to cover him if he's got the puck. It's just kind of like it, it's it's creating this secondary option for the Flyers. Now, maybe this doesn't happen for two, three years. But if you can get an elite-level player, he's already a great-sized player. If you can get an elite-level player at the size that he is, he's going to be that second option behind Giroux. They're constantly going to have to put out best defensive units against him because of his style of play. And if they don't, he'll capitalize on it. I'm hoping for that because that is exciting hockey to watch. And it's the chess side of hockey. It's the mind game behind hockey. I love that. 
I love going into a game and seeing like what's the coaching chess game going to be today. If they see Nolan Patrick come out there and they say, well, do we put our first line out to attempt to get a steal or, you know, get a good four check off, get some shots off, you know, our best skill guys, you know, depending on the team, the first line could be, you know, like a Flyers team that has some good defensive two-way guys on the first line. You know, typically if you're if you're putting out a shooting line that's not the best on back checking, not the best on, you know, in their in their own zone, I should say. It's uh it's a cool kind of chess game to see. You know, does this gamble pay off or, you know, does Patrick take care of it? Does he get the puck occupied in their own defensive zone? Pass the puck up, like I was saying earlier, to a uh, you know, a winger or maybe back to a defenseman for a shot. Comes into the zone, gets a scrappy goal. That's Flyers hockey. So I think he'll fit in. And I think he was a great... I, obviously, any team that gets him, it's going to be a great pickup. I would have loved to have seen him on uh, the wings, obviously. Um, especially if he can stay healthy. Uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things. Any team he goes to, you just want him to stay healthy. It's, there's no reason you should ever go for anybody being injured. Um, and that's a, that's a big, that's a really, really big part of his game. Unfortunately, is that he was injured and it's a big, not so much his game, but part of his, his his stock, you know, his draft stock. So I just want to know, you know, what line he's going to be on. It's, it's really interesting to me to see that a lot of analysts are saying they'll probably pair him with Simmons. I can see this being a, you know, Giroux type player maybe because he's gone to the Flyers we'll see more of that play come out uh, just because he is modeled in the two-way fashion it would be so cool to see Giroux just talking to this kid you know both Canadian both Canadian players just absolutely tearing it up that would be just so cool and uh, I think I think it'll happen I think that eventually the one-two punch of Patrick and Giroux is going to be something that really takes over in Philly. And uh, their division, it's, it's just one of those chess games out in the ice. So if you guys enjoyed it or if you've got anything else to let me know. Um, now, this is a podcast, so I've got it on SoundCloud, iTunes, and on YouTube. Um, I know a bulk of my audience will be watching on YouTube. So down in the comments, let me know. Um, if you are listening on iTunes or on SoundCloud, um, I know there are some areas you can you can kind of let your voice be heard on those you know profiles, quote unquote. But um, head over to YouTube, check it out. Uh, it's YouTube.com/slash/YForTurbo, and you know there's tons of hockey talk there. Um, I've got a lot of good plans for the future episodes, but I mean, right now it's looking really good talking about the draft. Uh, once the season starts, it's going to be more of a news-based show, feature-based show. Uh, cool, you know, I got some cool ideas. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, but let me know what you think about Patrick on Nolan Patrick on the Flyers. Uh, what line do you think he's going to be on? Is Giroux going to step in as a mentor? Do you think uh, Couturier or Filippula is going to be more of a mentor with the 2A game? Um, you know, I think they're just trying to get Giroux too. I, I honestly think that that would be the smartest play. Getting somebody who's dominant in the offensive zone can eventually be a captain or assistant captain. 
He is a natural leader in the locker room, but give him a chance to prove himself on both ends of the ice. I'll think we'll see him out on the power play. Maybe the PK. Do you think he'll be on the PK? I don't know. I think they got a lot of good centers already pretty well versed in that, a lot of vets. But just trying to go over everything I talked about. But let me know in the comments down below. Please like and subscribe if you dug it. You can subscribe to any of the RSS-style feeds for the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. And that's it. We'll talk about the next uh, draft pick, which is uh, Miro Heiskinen. I'll get that name right next time on the stars, but that was a good pickup by then. So thank you for listening or watching if you are on YouTube. Have a great rest of the day, and we'll see you next time out on the ice.